your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's Brother. From TSN's Overdrive, hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show as well at Locked on Leafs. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave a rating and review as well. That would be much, much appreciated. And if this, is your, if this is your first time listening to the Locked on Leafs podcast, thank you so much for giving us a chance. And just so you know, this podcast is Monday to Friday each and every day uh, going forward for the rest of the season. So make sure you hit subscribe and make us a daily Listen to get all your information on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Tell them that Locked On sent you. All right, we had some big news kind of drop last night uh, into our laps. Sheldon Keefe signs a new two-year extension with the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I'll get you my thoughts on that in just a moment. Um, also want to discuss kind of uh, the the... Preseason game from the other night, you know, had a big showing from my guy, Michael Bunting. I've been very high on him, and he's been someone who I've always kind of circled and said, this could be the impactful free agent signing that not enough people are talking about. Well, he's getting talked about now, so that's for certainties, and uh, so I'm going to continue to kind of pump his tires a little bit coming off a monstrous uh, game the other day. Talk about some of the other players who also played really well. Um and then we got the annual blue and white game that goes down tonight. That can be seen on TSN and on Sportsnet. Pock drop at 6 o'clock. So I'll go over uh, the rosters a little bit and kind of just give my overall thoughts on maybe make a prediction on who I think uh, will win. So let's get back to Sheldon Keefe here. We'll we'll get through that because that's clearly the, the big news of the day. So Sheldon Keefe signs a two-year extension with the Toronto Maple Leafs. He was going into the final year of his contract. So uh, now he will be extended through to the end of the 2023-2024 season. Um, now, does this mean that he's guaranteed to be here through 2024? Not necessarily. I think the fact that it's only two years... It doesn't mean he's got great security here. It's a nice boat of confidence that I think, you know, him and the team are heading in the right direction, or at least, you know, Dubas believes that this team is heading into the right direction that he envisions. But if things don't go well this season, I don't know if if just a two-year contract for a team as rich as the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, I'm not so sure that this is a, uh, yeah, they're guaranteed to, like he's guaranteed to be here next season type of deal. Um, if it doesn't go well, it it could very well be curtains as per usual. Uh, what else uh, do we got? Yeah, so here's the thing when it, when it comes to Sheldon Keith, like he has yet to have a full 82 game season with this team, right? He took over halfway through 2019, um, went through that season, and then COVID hit, so like he didn't even get the full year, right? COVID. Ended up coming through and and had to take the year off and then or not the year sorry the just the season got cut off and then they had to pick right back up for the bubble playoffs and then last year was just a fifty six game season so it wasn't a full year 
And then now this is his first full season. He had his first full training camp. And, you know, uh, it's, you know, getting this extension again, like I said, isn't necessarily um, means that this is their guy long term because they could have given him a five year deal, but they didn't. It's only a couple of years. So he still has to show it's kind of like a prove it deal. It's like, okay. We've given you a couple more years now. You're not going to have the questions or the comments or the concerns about, hey, you're in your final year of your contracts. Like, how does that make you feel? It's not going to have to have to deal with that pressure with, from the media. Um, although he did say that he he did, he wasn't worried about it. He did say that publicly. But you know those questions are going to come from from the media. And now he doesn't have to worry about it. But it's just a two-year extension, right? It's, it's not like they committed long, long term. Um, he's going to have to make sure that he gets this team um, and they have a successful season. Um, like when I look at what Sheldon Keefe has done since he took over the Mike Babcock team that he left behind, I I, I think he, he's turned this, this team into like that had great defensive deficiencies and really helped mature the games of guys like Austin Matthews and guys like William Nylander, who perhaps this would have happened under Babcock as they got older and just matured their games matured on themselves. But it really did seem like things were sour, and, and at the time, the the players weren't playing for Babcock. And almost, we were, we were talking, like, it seems like they're almost trying to get him fired, like, sadly. That's, that's what it seemed like based on the efforts um, and the two-way efforts that we were seeing from some of the star players. And now you just look at it, and, like, Austin Matthews looks to be, like, a big up-and-coming premier two-way center in the league. Like, imagine saying that four years ago. He had to always had the size to do it, but did he have the effort to do it? He wasn't doing it, right? And now he is on a on a consistent night in, uh, night out basis. Oh, he's also a Rocket Richard Trophy winner. So, like, like the the gamesmanship matured with these players, and the team was kind of turned from like a running gun type of team to a, a respectable two way game, right? They tightened up. And now they play like a full, they play like a team. They play like a five man unit, especially in the defensive end. And I think it's helped this team, you know, be a little bit better. They can play better in tight games, um, and it's allowed their goaltending to flourish. Like you look at how well Jack Campbell did last year. I think it's because the team bought into a more two way mentality, right? If if Jack Campbell had to be subjected to the same type of you know team defense that was played three years ago when Freddie Anderson was in there. I'm not sure the season would have went as well for him as it did for, you know, like like Anderson did. So I, I like it. I like Sheldon Keefe. I think he's done a pretty good job. I We clearly need to have some more playoff success. Um, but I, I think that getting him locked up for another couple of years is just a, a nice, tidy little piece of business to kind of get through before the season starts in his final year. It's very rare that coaches play out the final year of their contract. They typically get an extension anyways. And it's, you know, if, if it's a guy who's somewhat, I don't want to say Sheldon Keefe is on a hot seat, but if it's a guy where it, there's still, um, you know, the jury's kind of still out of whether or not he's the man going forward, maybe they'll see like a, a, a one or two year extension just to give them, you know, get the flies off a little bit and then see what he can do in that short amount of time. And that's what we got here for Keith. Somewhat of a prove-it deal. Let's hope that they can go out, they can finally win a playoff series, get that monkey off the back, and maybe compete this year uh, and go on a nice, deep playoff run. Like, this this is a coach who has the most coach 
the most wins of any Maple Leafs coach in his first 100 games. He had 61 wins in his first 100 games. He's got a 660 win percentage over the course of his 103 games behind the bench. Um, so he's been an extremely successful regular season coach for this team. He's gotten this team to play really, really well, buy into his systems, and they've they've worked, right? They have worked. It's the playoffs is where he's got to not shoot himself in the foot sometimes. I'll go back to, to the year in the bubble. He waited too long, waited too long to uh, to, to make changes. Uh, or Sorry, opposite. Last, last year, he waited too long to make changes and move William Nylander up into the lineup a little bit. And the first year, he was way too quick to pull the trigger. After they won game four, they made that huge comeback. And then all of a sudden, he wanted to load up the top line and then put William Nylander as the 2C in a do-or-die game. The guy hadn't played center in forever. It was just too quick to pull the trigger there. And then last year, he was too much in, all right, we'll, we'll believe in the process. We'll just hopefully the process will work and it'll play out. And it didn't. And they lost three straight games and another first-round exit. Now he's going into his third season. They're going to have to scrape and claw to get to the playoffs, first of all. I don't think anything's guaranteed. But once they get there, you know, can Sheldon Keefe make the right moves at the right time? That's what you got to hope for. You also got to hope that, uh, you know, Mitch Marner scores a goal and Matthews is healthy. Um, you know, th- th- those things help as well, <laughs> granted. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, Sheldon Keefe, Sticking around a little bit longer, most likely, as he gets a new two-year extension with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Okay, we'll take a quick break, uh, and when I come back, I'll chat a little bit about uh, the victory the other night over the Ottawa Senators. It was a pretty sizable one. Uh, Some of the the new guys played well um, and had a nice showing out there, so we'll talk about some of those guys, and also talk about the blue and white game that's coming up. Uh, later tonight, and we'll do that all when we return here on the Locked on Lease podcast. All right, welcome back to the Locked on Lease podcast. Mike DiStefano with you, the host of this show. Uh, just a reminder that uh, this is a daily show now, and you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast from. Make this a daily listen. Your first listen of the day uh, will be Locked on Leafs, and I'll, hopefully I can update you on whatever's going on in Leafs Nation. Uh, so let's take a look at the other night. The Ottawa Senators hosting the Toronto Maple Leafs for their, their first meeting of the preseason and Toronto didn't really bring a great club up there. It was a lot of uh, a lot of of like AHLers, basically AHL guys with some of the new players, right? So you get an extra look at some of the new players, see how they look, um, and then also just some of the AHL guys. So you know they ended up bringing up Kasha. They brought uh, David Kampf, Michael Bunting. Um, they brought uh, Josh Hosang, who's in on a PTO. Peter Morazic was the starter. He played the entire game. But outside of those guys, there was a couple defensemen too. But outside of those guys, it was pretty well dudes who aren't going to make the team. Like they're battling for the 13th forward position basically with this club. Um, but luckily, the the guys who I just mentioned, the big boys, the ones who the ones who are actually battling for real roster spots, and probably will get them, but. The new players that we're expecting to have an impact on this team, the offseason additions, 
they all came up big the other night. Uh, massive night for the newcomers looking to make an impact. Peter Morazic, 19 saves for a shutout. Uh, he's been exceptional so far through two games. Uh, he played the whole game this time, actually, as opposed to only getting half the game uh, in the first go-round uh, with the Maple Leafs. So, so far in a game and a half, Peter Morazic's been pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I've been excited for this goaltending tandem. If Jack Campbell could pick up where he left off last year, if Peter Morazic could keep doing what he was doing in Carolina, seems to have carried over here. Granted, preseason, he wasn't facing uh, much talent over on the Ottawa Senators, so I, I will say that. But still, hey, looks good. It, it, it builds confidence on a new squad, builds confidence with the players, and uh, so it's nice to see hopefully health can clearly you know not be an issue this season with either of these two goalies i think the Leafs will be in good shape uh good shape in the crease david camp scored another goal his second of the preseason a much better goal than the first one that he scored in montreal where he basically just like poke checked it off of the goalie and it went in uh this one actually like took a shot through uh the wickets of the net minder and ended up trickling into the back of the net josh hosang three helpers uh on the night all of which or assists on Michael Bunting goals as he gets the hat trick. So Michael Bunting, the guy who I've been praising for the last little bit, saying, I think he could be good. I went on overdrive on national television the other day, and I, I said the day of this game, a couple hours before puck drop, not even, like a half hour before puck drop, and I said, I said, I like the way that Bunting's playing. I watched his, I watched some clips from him in Arizona. I saw how he was scoring there. I saw his first game here with with uh, with Toronto in Montreal. I liked the way he looked, the way he scored. I believe he could replicate that success and be a 25 goal scorer if he gets a chance to stick in the top six here with the Maple Leafs. That was my hot take. That was apparently a hot take. I thought it was a completely normal take, but that's what I was said, and I was almost laughed out of the room almost laughed out of the room and then Michael Bunting a couple hours later goes out there and puts up a hattie and uh and 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 all of a sudden I don't look as dumb anymore so thank you for that Bunting this podcast is now a Michael Bunting stand cast uh but he looks good like he really does look good like you look at the way that even he scored the goals first of all they were all on the power play so even like I was thinking he could score 25 and maybe not even get much power play time but now you got to look at Michael Bunting. He seems like somebody that would be a really good idea to stick on uh, on PP2. Like, at the very least, put him on PP2. So I think that he could potentially get there and get to the 25 goals. He looked good. Like, you look at the three goals. They're all scored differently, too. Um, the first goal, kind of a quick bang-bang play. He was heading to the net. Josh Hosang feeds him in front, and he kind of taps it in past the goaltender. The second goal, he was screening the netminder, and he got his stick in the way of a Sandine shot and a very nice tip. Like, this is almost a, a worked play type of tip. And um, ends up scoring. That's his second goal of the game. And then the third goal of the game, in tight like he usually is right in front of the goaltender being a bit of a pest he works his way uh in front and then 
gets a puck. I, I, they may have been Hosang again who fed him actually there uh, as he was sitting out in front. No more than two, three feet from the crease, from the paint. And he roofs it top corner past the goalie for his hat trick. Um, he looked real, real good. He scored in multiple different ways. Don't want to overreact too, too much, though. It's a preseason game. And, you know, we've seen guys go off in preseason. And then right when the games start, when they're playing against real NHL talent, it somewhat starts to wither away. Um, hopefully that's not the case here. Hopefully this is Michael Bunting and the way he's scoring, scoring in these ways, I think is replicatable. Um, especially if he's playing with the type of talent in the top six that the Maple Leafs do have. I really do. Like, it's almost like a Hyman light. Like, I don't want to get, he definitely doesn't play that like, like Hyman defensively. But in the offensive zone, the way that he goes into the corners, he's a bit of a pest. He's a grindy, greasy. They're calling him the greasy rat. Like, that's what they call him. He's such a greasy rat. That's basically Michael Bunting's nickname. And and he's he's, he's kind of what he is. He's loving it. Um, and, and, you know, so it's nice to see him having a really good game. Uh, you know, Hosang, like I said, three assists, really helping his chances of, of getting a contract here with the Maple Leafs. He's here on a PTO. Right, so it's it's gonna be interesting with Jose because there's just so many players on this team, um, and so many guys who are battling for like one or two spots, one or two forward positions. So for Jose, as well as he looked, I just I don't I just don't know how this is going to play out. Like even if he he excels, I I wouldn't imagine that they would end up giving him a uh, they wouldn't give him a a top six role, would they? Like, do you think that they would give him a top six role and, and move, I don't know, like Willie up to the first? Like, I somewhat was toying with this yesterday, just trying to think, like, okay, Hosang, I think, needs to be in a top six role. I'm not sure how, it, like, he's one of those guys where uh, he's not going to be on your third line. He's not going to be your def- a defensive specialist, and you probably won't have him on your fourth line either. So I don't know what he's going to have to do to make this team. But what? How does this sound to you guys? Maybe I'll save this for. A, I'm gonna save this for for a, a podcast actually later. I'm gonna be doing a a mock lineup. Nah, you know what? Let's do it right now. What if Willie played his off wing on the top line and they did Willie Matthews Marner really loaded up on that top line and then Bunting, who's looked good with John Tavares so far and who's also looked good with Josh Hosang on the right side as that winger. They've been in practice so far together for quite some time. They've been practicing together, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're all on the same line uh, tonight, I would imagine, for the blue and white game. Uh, they are all on, the, all on the same team. They're all on Team Tavares. And it doesn't look like Nylander is on that team. No, Nylander is on Team Morgan Riley. So I, I'm, I'm almost like, what if that is a possibility? I've also seen Nylander so far in practice has skated with Kerfoot on the third line along with Mikheyev. What if what we saw to Nylander, his relentlessness to, to adapt to a two-way game, in, in a sense, I guess, um, what if he gained enough confidence over Shel- from Sheldon Keefe over the summer, or maybe he- they play him on a third line so that they have they can balance out the scoring a little bit? I would prefer to be pushed up to the top line. I'm just saying this is what we've seen in practice so far, but have a top line of like Nylander, Matthews, Marner, and then Bunting, Tavares, and Hosang. 
I think it it's it, it it's a possibility is all I'm saying. Like if if Jose makes the team and they want to stick him on this team, it's a possibility at this point. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna happen. He seems to be somebody who is rather uh, humbled by the struggles that he's had en route to uh, to trying to becoming a a regular NHLer. He did say he's willing to even you know go down to the minors as as down as far as the ECHL if he has to. You know he, the reason why he came to Toronto is because he believes in the development staff and they can get him to where he needs to get to. This team has the resources, they have the personnel, the off ice personnel to turn him into a respectable NHLer, right? Like the same way that they kind of did with Alex Galchenyuk a year ago. Um, and Galchenyuk ended up being a, a second liner for this team. You know, that's that's kind of what happened. That was where he fit. That's where the puzzle piece fit. And that's where he got the opportunity. Maybe the same thing happens here with Josh Jose if he continues to play well. There was a lot of expectations for him as a youngin. Um, and now maybe it's just finally clicking and he's in a good place mentally and everything can kind of fall into position for him. We'll see. I'm excited uh, to see if that could potentially um, work into something. But again, we still got a bunch, uh, a bunch of preseason games. Still two weeks to go before we get to uh, to opening night. Uh, all right, we'll take one more quick break. When we get back, I'll quickly go over the lineups here for tonight for uh, Team Riley versus Team Tavares, the blue and white game. And we'll do that in return here on the Locked On Lease podcast. All right, welcome back to Locked On Lease. Mike DiStefano, the host of this program, with you. Uh, thank you so much once again for listening to the pod. Really appreciate it. Uh, if this is your first listen, welcome. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe and make sure that we become a daily listen for you. And uh, if you want, you could tweet us. We're using the hashtag first listen. If this is uh, if this is a, a must listen for you or one of your first podcast listens of the day. Uh, all right, we got the annual blue and white game tonight, the blue and white scrimmage, uh, Maple Leafs inner squad game, uh, puck drop at 6 p.m. You can watch it on TSN, also on Sportsnet. Uh, Morgan Riley and John Tavares, the captains, I believe, here of the blue and white teams. Um, and I guess I'll just kind of go over the the lineup. So uh, on Team Riley, the goaltenders are going to be Kalgren, the uh, the I believe he's Swedish, the Swedish goaltender who's come over. Um, so Kalgren is going to be the starter. Petruzzulli is going to be the backup. And then uh, the roster is Justin Hull, Alex Kerfoot, Mitch Marner, Michael Amadio, Nick Ritchie, Travis Dermott, Wayne Simmons, Joey Anderson, Alex Biega, Rasmus Sandin. Alex Biega got into a fight the other day uh, in the game too. That was nice to see. Um, McKenna, Sini, Morgan Riley, Joey Dushek, Rubens, Ilya Mikheyev, Gogolev, Nylander, Semyonov, and Abramov. So all those guys are going to be on, uh, on the top line here for the blue and white game, or they're going to be on Morgan Riley's team rather for the blue and white game. And then, uh, on Tavares's team, it'll be Michael Hutchinson in net with Cormier, uh, as his backup I'm not exactly sure even who that is, to be honest with you. This is the first time I've seen this name, Cormier. There's no first name. There's just last names, too. Anyways, um, we got Jake Muzzin, Jason Spezza, Alex Kashe, Gabriel, uh, Curtis Gabriel, uh, Timothy Lilligren, uh, Dahlstrom, Hosang, Bunting, Manel, Kampf, 
Kopaka, Adam Brooks, uh, TJ Brody, Mac Hollowell, Philip Crawl, uh, SDA will be on team at Tavares, Nick Robertson, JT himself, and Nikita Gusev. So um, it's not going to be a regular game. They're going to have two periods of regular five-on-five hockey, and then the third period will be completely special teams. So I don't know if it's going to go like shift by shift. One time it's the power play, uh, like one shift, one team's on the power play, the next shift, the other team's on the penalty kill, or how that's going to work. Uh, but that's the the format of tonight's uh, blue and white game. So if I could pick a team who I think is going to put up the W, I think it's going to be uh, t- t- Team Tavares. I think Team Tavares to me looks like uh, a little bit of the, of the better squad. They've got JT out there. Um, along with, with Michael Bunting and Hosang. So I believe that will be a line. I'm hoping that'll be a line and we can kind of see what it looks like. Um, because it, like I said, I think it's got legs. It's got potential to potentially be like an actual second line on night one. So we can see what they look like together and how they all fit. They got David Camp out here who's going to go out there and be a shutdown guy, shut down Mitch Marner and shut down uh, who else they got on the other team, William Nylander. He's a couple of like star talented players over there. But the goaltending battle I'll give to Hutchinson, which probably will be the only time I ever say that on this podcast. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I think Team uh, Team Tavares may come away with the victory. I like that team a little bit better. They got Spets over there, Kashe, uh, Muzzin, my guy. Uh, yeah, I, I like what they're what, – what, Team Tavares is is cooking with tonight. So, yeah, once again, you can watch that one on TSN Sportsnet. I mean, I guess I will say TSN because they employ me also. So let's do that. <laughs> Puck drop at, uh, at 6 o'clock. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Lockdown Leafs podcast on all podcasts and platforms and receive daily Leafs content, make us your first listen of the day. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show at Lockdown Leafs. I'll be back with another episode tomorrow uh, or Monday, perhaps, actually, and kind of recap what happened over the weekend. Oh, 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 almost forgot. Today, the release of Maple Leafs All or Nothing, ladies and gentlemen. I will be watching that over the weekend and have a full review for you guys on Monday. Hopefully, you guys also have a chance to to get a glimpse of it. Um, I, I've, I've tried to stay away from reviews so far because I haven't watched it, um, but I, I, I hear that it's really good. I hear that um, Sheldon Keefe there's uh, he's a pretty fired up guy, and I'm excited to, to kind of see exactly what that means. So if you get a chance to watch that over the weekend, fantastic. Um, I'm going to be talking about it uh, on, on Monday's episode, as well as anything else that kind of breaks throughout the weekend. Um, but until then, guys, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.